Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the RPM Show, brought to you by RPMUSA.live. I'm your host, Tony Rodriguez, and today's guest is Dan Esposito, who I met over the weekend at uh, one of the local car shows here on Long Island, and what he has stood out above all the rest, literally. And uh, Dan has a 1994 Ford F-350 that is just one of a kind. And um, during this interview or with this interview, you'll see some of the pictures that I have posted that Dan sent me. And I think you're all agreeing with me. But what, Dan, welcome. Welcome you, to Tony. the RPM show. I appreciate you calling. You're welcome. Tell me a little bit about this, uh, about this truck. We had an opportunity to speak a little bit when I met you over the weekend, but um, I really like to get into some details. Give me the history and, and you know, how you got started with this and, and all, the, all that good info. Okay, well, it's, it's an interesting history. I had finished uh, my second truck, which was an 89 F250 cab and a half, and I was looking for a new project, and I was looking for probably about two or three months, and I found this listing for this truck uh, in Auto Trader. Uh, I had to be the first guy to see the, the listing. It was probably posted for about 20 minutes. Mm. And uh, the truck had 41,000 original miles. I found it at a uh, ski resort area in California, of all places, 10,000 feet up, uh, but has zero rust. And uh, evidently, uh, it has sat for 11 years at one point during my title research and put on 300 miles, <laughs> which accounts for the, the incredibly low mileage on the truck. Wow. <clears throat> what I had a very. This? I'm sorry. What year was this? Uh, this was, uh, I found it in January of 2018. Gotcha. Wow. I had a very patient seller who worked with me. And uh, as soon as I saw the ad, I called her up. I said, I'm sending you 500 bucks right now. Pull that ad. Don't talk to anybody else. And she didn't. We worked it out. And this was, so this was, uh, it was, it was bone stock at the time. Bone right? stock. Yeah. Uh, the paint was pretty well faded and chipped, uh, particularly on the front and on the driver's side. Uh, wherever it sat for those 11 years, it, it had to have the uh, passenger side protected by something, a building or a fence or something. Interesting. So it was out in the open. This wasn't a garage kept. No, it, it is now, but it wasn't at that time. I see. I see. Now, she happened to be the second owner, and uh, she knew the first owner, so I got a very complete vehicle history. Uh, she was nice enough to take it down to the local Ford dealership and have it checked out. I had never bought a vehicle, uh, you know, that I didn't go see personally before. So it was an experience, but it turned out to be a very positive one. How did you get across country? Uh, that was another interesting adventure. Um, <laughs> people, they all go off the same board, the same transportation board. And when people see a, a crew cab, everybody always automatically thinks it's a dually. So it took me almost two months and about three or four different agents to realize that you had to put not a dually in the ad. And as soon as I did that, I had a deal the next day. Mm, okay. It's one of those live and learn things. And is it because transporting a dually is a little bit more involved? I, it, it, they don't like the width. It's, it's a tough fit on the trailers. And uh, I guess there's greater liability for it. Uh, but yeah. I know that the transporters don't like to hail duallys. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So what attracted you to this particular make, year, and model? Was it well, based on the history with the other one or why? Well, I've always been a Ford guy uh, going back to when I was very young. 
Um, so it had to be a Ford. I was looking for a full crew cab this time, and this thing just fit the bill perfectly. You know, low mileage and uh, zero rust, which was really what I was looking for. That's why I went outside the normal rust belt here. Mm. It, it seems like it was meant to happen, considering the fact that the ad was only, you know, was posted up. You know, for yeah, it was, minutes, it was so. It was very cool to be quote unquote that guy once in your life, you know, in a positive way. Yeah. <laughs> And what happened to the truck that you had prior to this? You had you had just sold it. I ended up selling it to a very uh, the son of a very good friend of mine who uh, I watched grow up, and he said when he finally got the, the we made the deal. You know, I've been waiting to buy this truck since I was about ten years old. Was it modified or was it stock? Oh yeah, no, it was it was up. It had a uh, nine inch suspension lift and the thirty inch thirty eight inch tires, uh, a lot of lights, uh, a little cheaper version lights than the ones I have now. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was done up similarly. It had a homemade visor on it, stacks cut in the, into the bed, just like I have on, on this truck now. Uh, but it was just a little cruder. This this one's a little bit more refined now, the green one. So uh, do you do most of the work yourself? I did a fair amount of it myself. The suspension and gearing work uh, was done by TNT Monster Trucks in Ronkonkoma. The body restoration was done by Croce's Auto Body in East Mariches. The pinstriping, the flames, the graphics, and the uh, naming of the truck on the jump bumper was done by Johnny A, the pinstriper. I took care of all the exterior lighting, the underbody lighting, the running boards, the, the bracing for that, the uh, front and rear drop bumpers, uh, and things of that nature. You drove it to the show, right? Oh, yeah. Fully road, yeah. fully legal, inspected, insured. I drive it to the shows and back. Yeah. You, you put the ladder in the back. Well, I keep I always have one ladder with me at all times, and uh, for the shows I have two because I like to let the kids go inside and sit in the front seat, and you know, it turns them on, keeps the torch passing to the next generation kind of thing. That, going. that allowed me to take the, the the best picture of the show, that panoramic view that I had for my camera because you had me go up there, and you were just very accommodating. You know, it's just with another podcast interview I did with um, a guy Raul who has a 1994 Honda uh, Civic that we talked about. And it's always the same, regardless of who I'm talking to. Any, any of these podcast interviews, they all have one common theme, is the camaraderie, the willingness to go above and beyond when it comes to the vehicle, and just this willingness to help others, you know, get involved in this hobby, uh, you know, just like I said, above and beyond. It's just something that is so um, refreshing to see. It's something that is why I have decided to do this uh, and bring it to the level that I, I would like to bring it to with the podcast and also with, you know, the websites that, you know, feature the calendars and the cars and all this other stuff. It's just, you know, when I saw you, it's like we had known each other for a while and I knew you for probably 60 seconds and you invited me into the truck and it was, you know, and it, and it was you, it was, you know, probably I would say the majority of people that I met at that show, which was the Long Island Street Rod Association show on, uh, what was the date? August 20. Oh, that was, uh, yeah, last Sunday. No, the, no, no, it was the, the rain date. It was May 2nd. Right, it was right. the 2nd. Yeah, this was the, where I also podcast, I did a podcast with the, with the president, Jerry. Um, so tell me a little bit more, because it is a unique truck. You don't see these anymore. And, you know, even it just stands out by, you know, on its own. It's very unique. Everything you did to it is one of a kind. 
So tell me a little bit about it. Um, how did you, you know, pick what I'd say, you know, you, you mentioned the pinstriping. Uh, let's start with the engine. Is it a stock engine? What work has been done? In- uh, well, the engine is basically stock. The drivetrain is pretty, basically stock. It's a 460, 7.5 liter gas fuel injection. It's the uh, four EOD uh, overdrive transmission, the Borg Warner transfer case, the uh, reverse rotation, a high pinion Dyna 60 up front, and the 10 and a quarter sterling limited slip in the rear. We changed the gear ratios from 410 to uh, 538 to accommodate the 46 inch by 15.5 military tires. It could actually use a little more gearing, but nobody makes a 561, which is about what it would take to do to mathematically duplicate the ratio with the stock 410s and the original tires. Give me that size again of those tires. The tires are 46 inch tall, 15.5 wide. They ride in a 20 by 12 inch rim. Wow. The rubber is 205 pounds each, uh, each tire without the wheel. Wow. And everybody thinks I paid a real lot of money for them, but uh, long story short, they were 250 a piece, mm. and including free shipping from Texas. I don't know how the guy does it, but uh, it was uh, sixtire.com, sixtire.com is the source for the tires. Interesting. Wow. wow. But they're the, quietest, and they're the quietest big tire I've ever had, and I've been running 40 since 1980. And I was going to say, you know, without with a normal height tire with that gear ratio, that engine is just going to just scream, you know, even, oh, yeah. just, you know, but because of the way that it, it's numerically knocked down because of the with uh, the height of those tires. Um, yeah, it's. Um, yeah, I turned about 2000 on the highway, you know, at, at cruising speed. That's great. Wow. Considering that gear ratio. Wow. Yeah, it's not That's bad. Really it's uh, we can have a, everybody thinks it's really loud, but uh, I have more wind noise than tire noise. Gotcha. We could probably have a, a decent conversation at fifty miles an hour. Kept the windows closed. <laughs> so, how long did it take you from when you purchased this, from when it came to you from California? Well, I got it. Then, how did it go? Did you work on the engine first? Like, how did this? Uh, what was well? The I found process? it in January. It took till April to get it out here. Uh, delivered by R1 Express out of Syracuse. They they left Syracuse, got to California, picked up the truck, and met me back here in seven days, which I thought was pretty good. Mm. Um, from California, seven days? For, from Syracuse to California, and then back to Long Island in seven wow. days. Wow. So they, they, they kept churning and burning the whole way. It was like a tag mm. team driver situation, from what I understand. Um, but the first thing we did was the body. Uh, and that was done by Croce's. Uh, I was going to do an orange color, but uh, the more I compounded out the original color and, and got the oxidation stuff out of the way, the more I liked it. And it made the repaint a lot easier, not having to do door jams and things of that like that nature. Mm-hmm. Took them about eight weeks to do that. Uh, I had them notch the bed corners, uh, the front of the bed corners to tuck the stacks in. Uh, we ended up replacing the driver's side uh, of the bed because we just had too many dents and dings from the first owner. Um, and then, we, then I went to uh, TNT Monster Trucks for another eight weeks or so uh, for them to do the suspension gearing stuff. Uh, we had to wait about two weeks to get a custom steering knuckle made to adapt the original arm to the crossover steering setup. Uh, but it's been well worth it because it steers and drives like a dream. And what type of suspension does this have? This isn't a... Um, what is it? How do they refer to that? 
Well, I'll let you answer that question. What kind of well, it's a standard system? leaf pack, a standard uh, leaf springs set up front and rear. Uh, there's 11 leaves in each pack. It uh, gives me a 16-inch ground clearance to the bottom of the differentials. Got it. Part of, part of the lift, it was a 12-inch suspension lift. 10 inches came from the springs, and 2 inches came from the shackle reversal kit, which actually moved the front axle forward about 4 inches. So my wheelbase mm. grew from 168 to 172. Any work, did you have to do anything to the differential, or that's the stock differential? Uh, just the gearing change. That, that was all. Uh -huh. I put some, you know, put some uh, nice chrome covers on it, and you know, a little extra capacity for the fluid. Any work to the transmission? Not yet. No, it's, it's been bone stock and very reliable, and uh, I'll probably get it looked at in the in the fall just as a preventative measure. And you you keep this in your garage, so I I really would I I'd love to see the garage that you keep this in. I mean, how do you get this thing? And yeah, well, I, I built the house oh, about 21 years ago, and uh, at the time I had a big truck, so I had 10 by 10 doors done uh, for both sides. Oh, okay, got it. And the, the overall specs are about 26 and a half by 28 and a half, so it leaves me about a foot behind and about three feet in front before I hit the workbench. So it, it's a tight fit, but it fits. In its present condition, um, how long did it take you to get to the present condition that it's in now with everything, the lights, just, you know, the body work, everything? When was well, it finally completed? Well, the majority of the work was finished in the, by the end of 2018, you know, the basic body restoration and then the suspension lift and all that. Um, I've been into it ever since I was... You just said it. I'm sorry to interrupt. You just said it. That's what I was... I was struggling to remember. It's a suspension lift. It wasn't a... Uh, a body lift? No, body lift, it was, I, I've had body lifts before and it does make the maintenance on the engine a lot easier, uh, but we didn't go with that this time. We just went straight suspension. Gotcha. Okay. And I'm sorry, I interrupted you. You were saying the timeline. Oh, uh, yeah, I've tried to add something to it, you know, every year. Uh, the year before, this, this year all the work was done up front. I got a new grill. Had that powder coated to match the green flames. Uh, I added back some uh, portions of the brush guard that had been taken off, and I had those powder coated. I've, I'm just finishing up putting some strobe lights on the front grill area now. Um, what else did we do? What did we do last year? Oh, last year was the stacks. We, made, we didn't have the stacks originally in the 2018. 20, that was a 2019 ad. How often do you drive this? Uh, well, now that it's getting warmer, I go to cruise nights as often as possible. Um, my favorites are the one at Mount St. Carmel on Tuesdays and the one at Eastwind on Wednesdays. Um, tomorrow night, I think uh, just because we've been rained out this week, uh, I may hit the one at Kmart and Holbrook uh, right by Sunrise Highway. Uh, no shows this weekend, so we got a break to get a little work done around the house. Um, then we add the weeks after that, they'll start to fill up pretty quickly. So I, I try to hit as many shows as I can. Yeah, I'm trying to keep track of as many of these shows. I have a pretty good um, up-to-date list on RPM, rpmli.live, which is RPM Long Island. So if anyone needs to get an updated list of shows and some of these meets, uh, like Dan mentioned, uh, you know, the Kmart on the Sunrise Highway there in Holbrook. Um, you could go to rpmli.live to, you know, get an updated list of, of all those, you know, shows. I had someone reach out to me two days ago for a show that's coming up in Bayshore. I'm going to be podcasting 
that show. So, it, you know, it's starting to get gain momentum. You know, the, the podcast is something that I used in my other business. I'm also a health coach and um, I focus on uh, people with diabetes. So mm. I had a podcast, which I still have, called Your Diabetes Coach. And um, it's something that I just really enjoy. The ease of use is, is just, you know, it's very high. And uh, I just enjoy doing it, you know? So I took a shift from the health coaching to focus more on the cars, you know, for now. And I'm gonna revisit it in the past, but right now it's, it's I'm just having a ball. I'm it shows, meeting it, guys like you, yeah. You know, it shows, and I've uh, been listening to the podcast as they've, they've been developing. Uh, you do a really nice job. I appreciate it. I try to keep it, keep it unscripted. You know, I try to keep it so that, you know, as I mentioned to you when I first met you is that I just try to keep it as informal as possible. And it's just two friends having a conversation about, you know, the, the car. Um, an upcoming episode, which um, I actually recorded almost a month and a half ago. His name is Brian, Brian uh, Charlton. I think that's how you pronounce his name. And I was at his house. I stopped by two weeks ago and it's the model a Ford. He has two model a Fords that they were dropping an engine into. And these it's him, his son and two of his buddies. And it's, I'm just blown away as to the level of knowledge that you all have about your respect, you know, respective, you know, vehicles. Um, it's, and it just comes from the passion. It just comes from the passion, you know? The guy that I was talking to before, Raul, about his Honda, he taught himself, read through forums and all this, because prior to him starting this project, he never really worked on cars. And this is a guy that completely rebuilt this car into, you know, it's, a, it's literally a showstopper. It, it stood out to me when I went to the other show after the Long Island Street Rod Association show the other day. And it's it's just beautiful, you know. Yeah, it's, so, a, it's the passion that comes from inside, and uh, yep. it always makes you go a little further, and you know, try to find out something more next time. And you you really, I mean, it it all that hard work, it it it's worthwhile when you see someone, you know, approach a car and they're standing there, you know, your truck in your case, and they're just they're you know looking at the work that was done with their mouth open, you know, because it truly is, in my opinion. A lot of these cars are works of art. The one, like your your truck, for instance, there's no there, there's no other truck like yours. It's totally, totally unique. That's what I love about tells it. Me. <laughs> yeah, it's not a it's not like you know getting uh you know a Camaro out of the dealership or me. I'm a big fan of the Corvettes. I want to get a 2021 or 2022 Corvette, but I'm not. It's not going to be the same. You know, I'm doing it because I'm a car guy and i like to drive and you know i had a vet i sold the vet but there's probably a couple of thousand other ones that look just like this one i could do some bolt-on stuff to it you know i could put you know whatever um whatever's available at the time but it's never going to be the same as someone like yourself that went and did all this work to make you know your vehicle one of a kind that's that to me is what elevates this 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 hobby Again, you know, that I've mentioned before, this hobby that we share, you know. So what's yeah, next? What's next? Um, probably the next big thing will be whether I do a visor or not. And I'm kind of on the fence. Do I do it stainless steel or chrome or do I do it painted? 
and I keep going back and forth until I get myself settled and, and comfortable with the decision. I'm going to have to wait on that one because that gotcha. that's going to have to be custom made and uh, that'll cost mm -hmm. a few bucks, but I think it'll be worth it. It might be a, a nice way to cap the things off. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> and is I'm, I'm assuming your wife is, is in full support of this. Um, oh, yes. Sometimes there's, there's... expensive hobby. Yes, um, I have to give my wife tremendous thanks for putting up with me in uh, the late nights and the, all the cruise nights and, and uh, getting in and out of the truck with a ladder because uh, I'm the only one have that little toe strap arrangement that I showed you. How do I get in and out? Yeah. Was she there with you on Sunday? Uh, not in the, this past show, no. Uh, mm -hmm. She does come to shows, uh, but generally takes a separate car, just not only just to get in and out of, of the truck is being a pain, but uh, a lot of times she has other things to do, but uh, she tries to make as many as she can. Any kids? No kids. The truck's enough. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> um, so, Dan, if um, people want to reach out to you and maybe ask questions on your build, how do they find you? Uh, you can send me uh, an email at espofoot143 at gmail.com. Be glad to have, or you can find me on Facebook too. How do you spell that? E S P O F O O T one four three at gmail.com. Nice. And you're on Facebook. I know you're in the group. I'm on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I have the black yeah. lab picture as, as me. Um, did you go to East Wind today? Were you there? Uh, no, I did not. Oh, no. East Wind was yesterday, right? It was What's Wednesday. Today? Wednesday. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. It, but it rained yesterday, didn't it? Didn't yeah, I, I lose track it. of the days. I was hoping we could salvage Mount St. Carmel, but the, that parking lot floods too badly. So oh. that was that, that knocked out Tuesday and Wednesday this week. That's why I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Weeks, I went. You know? I went two weeks ago, and it was in a good way, but it was it was madness. I got stuck in the traffic going in, and it was uh, it was. Oh yeah, else. that that was the week we had a thousand vehicles there. Yeah, yeah. Thousand exactly. high water mark. Yep, I'm going to be exhibiting over there. So look for me if you go. I'm going to be in the middle median. And you'll see uh, uh, probably about eight feet in the air, you're going to see my banner. It's a double-sided banner, and it says RPM Long Island. You can't miss oh, it. Yeah, I'll, I'll find so you. I'll see if I can be there Tuesday. All right. That'd be great. Well, thank you for your time, Dan. And um, again, thank you for being a guest on the RPM show. And thanks, no everyone, problem, for listening. And um, you'll be episode as soon as I uh, publish it, but it'll be soon. That'd be great. I appreciate the opportunity. You're welcome. Take care. You too, Tony. Thank All you. Bye-bye. Right, Bye now.